What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Marketing drives connection, but it's way cooler to unlock the connection between the eyes, the brain, and the world around us. So my guest reveals a new innovation in eye tracking technology that is set to become the Fitbit for your brain. All this and more in episode number 430. Welcome to Mobile Presence, your destination for everything mobile. I'm your host as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, senior Forbes writer, and founder of my own mobile groove. We talk a lot on this show about what happens when marketing bridges the digital and physical worlds. It's very cool. But today we look at an innovation that can succeed in doing that and even more. We'll be talking about the experience, the significance, and even where you can check out the prototype glasses. I know I'm interested in that one. So all this from the source, because we're talking with Neil Sarkar. He is CEO at Ad Hoc Microsystems. And Neil, eye tracking, you know, it's been around there for a while, but yours is different. Yours doesn't use cameras. It's a big deal. But what is the big deal, really? I guess the, uh, the big deal is really all about uh, mobility um, and all-day use. So we can take research-grade eye tracking out of the lab and into the wild, and it all kind of boils down to power and performance. So if I want to know where you're looking, I could take video footage of your eyes, and every frame I can do some processing to extract some features, and, and then kind of do some calculations on those features to try to reveal where your gaze is pointing. Uh, but that means it's going to burn a lot of electrical power, which makes it hard to operate on batteries. So as a result, the sampling rate and the latency kind of suffer. And it turns out that in those camera frames, like 90% of the pixels are thrown out before you even start calculating gaze. So what our system does is it captures only the data that's needed, uh, but at a much faster rate with lower power consumption, which means you can get high quality eye tracking out in the wild. And you talk about out in the wild, you're gaining traction about like this wild new thing and this very cool innovation. But 
What are some of the ways that you envision this can be used? Everything we do, we, uh, we kind of lead with our eyes, right? So there's just mm -hmm. such a huge number of, of uh, insights that you can get if you know where someone is looking. So I think, uh, you know, the MindLink product is really going to enable researchers to take the eye tracking research that they do when they're studying things like cognitive load or fatigue or anxiety, depression, all these sort of uh, human conditions that manifest in subtle changes in eye movement dynamics. And instead of doing them in a lab, in a controlled environment, um, we could do this while you're driving to work. Uh, and we can see how being stuck in traffic affects your anxiety or how your first coffee kind of wakes you up and changes your fatigue level. So it's a really broad range of applications, but the first product uh, is really targeted towards the eye tracking research community and the medical applications where this type of data could be used as biomarkers. Uh, of course, in the long run, we think, uh, we think it can have much broader applications. I read about it in VentureBeat where they were actually thinking more about gaming, right? So you're looking at health, well-being. They're talking a little bit about gaming. This is mobile presence where we talk a lot about marketing. And we used to talk about things like uh, the example, maybe the supermarket, a bit dated. But the whole idea was if I have an understanding of where you're looking um, and I bring in the augmented reality aspect, you know, I can show you the information that's in products. I can even show you the supply chain in a product. I can show you advertising about a product. Is that something that's uh, literally, you know, on the radar for you? Yeah, I mean, advertising has traditionally been kind of one of the drivers for eye tracking research. So brands really want to optimize their ad placement and companies want to optimize the way you, you know, viewers will view their website. So eye tracking has played an important role here. Um, but if you're viewing an ad with an eye tracker presence, such as what, what you just indicated, what you could do in AR or VR, we can actually tell if you've taken a glance or whether you're actually reading the ad. And there's probably some you know, middle ground between a paper impression and a paper click type model. But, uh, but really our focus has been, uh, as you mentioned, on improving people's uh, mental health and wellness, as well as using this as an input device. So if, uh, if you're wearing an AR headset, you can actually use your eyes to target a moving object while gaming or select a menu option. And so we're, we're really thinking of this as either an input device to the headset or as a way to uh, you know, capture meaningful information about a person's state of mind. The input I hadn't thought of, that's intriguing. So it would literally be, you know, open that file because I looked at it, right? I don't have to click it, I just look at it. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, so, uh, you know, one of the things that comes up when you're trying to design an interface that uses eye tracking is something called the Midas touch problem. So mm -hmm. if all we did was, you know, click everything you looked at, you could end up on Amazon with a shopping cart full of uh, <laughs> stuff you don't even want and then you've checked out before you know it, right? So uh, we've implemented a number of different techniques that allow you to um, kind of suppress the false positives. Uh, that way, you know, you, when you're reading, for example, there's a very robust signal, right? So you, you make uh, word-sized saccades, which are the uh, sort of jerks that your eye makes in the forward direction. So saccade, 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 saccade. You get to the end of the line, you make a large saccade backwards. And so as soon as that starts to happen, we know you're reading. And we can do things like auto-scroll the text, or you know, if you're stuck on a word, we can pull up the definition of it. Um, so there's certainly some things you can do without having to click. But then when you do want to click, 
uh, we have a number of ways to implement that. So it can either be through a blink, uh, but many people don't like having to blink to click, uh, or through uh, what we're calling sort of a saccade-based drag-and-drop uh, type interface. So we have a couple of um, you know examples of user interfaces in AR and VR that, uh, that are kind of natural and intuitive to use. And I love what seems to be your, um, maybe your strap line, maybe you have to think about this, you know, it's unlock the connection between the eyes, the brain and the world around us. I love the way that sounds. We're talking about the applications, but in the vision at ad hoc, what does that mean? That can be many things. Yeah, it's quite a broad statement, but um, I guess, you know, our team consists of mostly engineers and scientists, uh, and we think of the eye as a debug port into the brain. Um, so we know the eye is the highest bandwidth input to the brain, and that's why we're surrounded by screens that keep getting kind of more beautiful and realistic. And you got examples like AR and VR tech that's taking up even more of our visual real estate to produce, you know, really immersive experiences. Uh, but it turns out that the eye is also a very high bandwidth output from the brain. So everything we do, we lead with our eyes. And if you think about, you know, for example, a heart rate monitor, it produces a timestamp every time your heart beats. So maybe a couple of data points per second. And we wear fitness trackers all day that tell us when we should get up, when we should walk around, how much sleep we're getting, you know, how, how long to train and, and what uh, our recovery time should look like. So eye tracking produces thousands of data points per second, and it reveals a lot more um, about our mental state and our physical state and our neurological health. So, you know, we're thinking that an all day eye tracking wearable could be sort of like a, a Fitbit for your mental health or like a whoop strap for, you know, your well-being. You know, a couple of examples of this type of connection between eye movements and what's going on in our heads. Um, you know, if you're, if you're driving uh, and you're kind of lost, you're very likely going to be scanning the road ahead, but frequently checking your GPS, which might be on your phone inside the car. Um, that produces a very um, well-known eye movement signal, which we call vergence, which kind of tells you like the depth of where you're looking. So if you're driving and your vergence is changing a lot, we know that you may be lost and you're kind of distracted looking at your phone. But if you're driving in a challenging situation, say there's lots of traffic uh, or lots of pedestrians, what happens is something called the entropy of your eye movements starts to decrease. So you're no longer freely kind of scanning around because you're focused. That also mm -hmm. happens if you have to pick up the phone while driving or you're listening to a very interesting podcast while driving, you kind of uh, are splitting your attention and that reduces the entropy of your gaze. Um, so that's kind of an example of, you know, the connection between the eye movements and, and what's happening in your head. That is very very cool and what isn't so subtle is what went into this you know a lot went into this we said at the top doesn't require cameras or heavy duty processing a lot of really cool features around it what's the one you're proudest of the one that you think sets you apart from the rest yeah that's a that's a really good question so um i guess what our team has worked the hardest on and what we're probably the most proud of today is the ease of, ease of use of our system. So traditionally, you know, eye tracking has been performed by grad students and researchers uh, for whom like this is really their job. So they'll go to great lengths to ensure that their data quality is good enough for publications. So like they'll put their subjects in a bite bar and stabilize them um, and, you know, it, you know, deal with a little bit of discomfort for data quality. 
But if you're going to Best Buy and buying a VR headset, if it doesn't work, the minute you put it on, you're going to return it. And so mm-hmm. our team, you know, we've really been constrained by the um, consumer electronics industry. So we put so much effort into improving ease of use and robustness. Uh, so today we could just put the glasses on, do a single click uh, while looking at the phone and you're tracking. Uh, if you've uh, done a calibration the first time you put the glasses on, every subsequent time is just a single click operation. So that ease of use thing is is really what we think is going to be a game changer to democratize eye tracking. Neil, I hate to let you go, actually, but we do have to go to break. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Salt. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Salt. We have Neil Sarkar. He is CEO at Ad Hoc Microsystems, a name we're going to have to probably note, Neil, because uh, you have definitely uh, generated quite a bit of buzz in VentureBeat. That's why I came to you. And then again on LinkedIn, what's going on? What's the audience response. Yeah, so we're, we're, uh, we're thrilled at the response that we're getting from the community. This is the first time we've kind of come out of uh, stealth mode with our technology to offer it to like a broader audience. So lots of interesting questions coming in and we're exceeding our expectation on sales uh, so far. So, you know, one of the challenges with COVID, right, is that we can't do in-person demos at conferences uh, mm-hmm. and you really got to see it to believe it. So, um, we're working on posting more data and examples on our website uh, to show off how the tech works. So you are shipping. Um, what is that? Uh, for example, I'm from the States, but I live in Europe. So is it shipping everywhere? Yep. Yeah, yeah, we're going to ship worldwide. There's quite a bit of uh, a global community of eye tracking researchers um, just kind of spread out. So we were definitely supporting um, mm-hmm. any sort of interest um, throughout the globe. I'm wondering about the timing here. You know, is this a sign that uh, we are in the bowling alley for AR after so long in the chasm? Why is it more relevant now? Yeah, you know, it has been quite a long road, but there's still Mm. uh, a long road ahead uh, for us and for AR. So, you know, um, our goal has always been to democratize eye tracking so we can get in front of billions of eyeballs to improve people's health and well-being. So 
we're excited that this tech is ready for prime time uh, and looking to looking forward to getting as much feedback as possible from the eye tracking community, which, you know, these are the most discerning users of the technology. Um, but, you know, before we launched this product, we, uh, we started integrating our tech into AR and VR headsets. And when you look at the, you know, the billions of dollars that are being spent on um, creating these immersive experiences in AR and VR, um, it's just really a matter of time before that technology is mature enough for consumer adoption. I would say today, even though the experiences are amazing, when you have to integrate displays, computation, all kinds of pretty sophisticated tracking into a headset, you end up with a form factor like the HoloLens, which uh, mm -hmm. is maybe a little bit uh, too big to kind of wear comfortably all day, but it's yeah. great to wear at work and it, and it certainly enhances productivity and kind of shows some really interesting use cases. Uh, the Vuzix product, uh, which is um, also an AR glasses type product that's gaining lots of traction in the enterprise, is actually a lot smaller and, and probably comfortable enough to wear for extended periods of time. So there are certainly examples where AR is getting closer to being something that a consumer would use. Um, but, you know, what we've decided at Ad Hoc is, you know, why wait until those uh, high volumes actually start to materialize when we're sitting on some technology that already today can produce great value in, um, in improving people's mental health and, and neurological health and improving people's cognitive load and training and a whole, a whole number of applications in glasses that are only 27 grams, right? You talk about volume, you talk about value. People will want to know this, so I have to ask it, Neil, how much they cost. Yeah, so we're actually um, releasing the glasses to uh, the researchers as part of this pre-order campaign where mm -hmm. we'll have some deeply discounted pricing between now and April 30th. Uh, but these are still a research product. So they're, they're US uh, $3,500 mm -hmm. and it will remain at that price until April 30th. And thereafter, it'll probably increase. So if you look at other, um, you know, eye tracking, mobile eye tracking products on the market, they range anywhere from, you know, um, six or 7,000 all the way up to 30, 20 or 30,000. So we're coming in at a lower price. But of course, you know, we manufacture these chips at the wafer scale. Uh, so we're really looking for economies of scale to get this down to a price where, you know, an enthusiastic gamer who's willing to pay, you know, a couple hundred bucks for a gaming keyboard and mouse uh, we, we would want to be in that price range to target a broader audience. Um, mm -hmm. So look, look, at, look forward to that in the future. But for now, I think the most exciting thing about this is that we can actually start capturing the data and doing the analytics so that when it does end up uh, reaching a broader audience, we're able to provide really actionable insights. I like that sort of like the AR uh, twist on Spotify. You know, here's what you listen to all year long. Um, you know, here's what you've been focused on. Um, and here's what we know about that. What about the impact that you're hoping to have overall? What do you think this is going to do? What do you want to say? I was the CEO who did it. <laughs> well, you know, I think, uh, in the early days when, uh, when the team was a lot smaller, uh, you know, I was very excited to be a technical contributor and I could say that, you know, I did a couple of things here and there, but today somehow uh, I've been very lucky to surround myself with a team of brilliant scientists and engineers. Each and every one of them uh, is way smarter than I am. So I think I wouldn't say that, uh, you know, I 
um, was responsible for some of the amazing things that are happening today. Uh, but I could say that, uh, you know, our goal with the MindLinks is, uh, you know, the, the impact that, the, that this research product is intended to have is really to collect data while we're aware of context to develop the analytics that can provide really actionable reports at the end of the day. So we're also excited that we're producing biomarkers for early detection of neurodegenerative diseases. And we're going to quantify the efficacy of drugs for things like anxiety and depression and vertigo and ADHD. I love the way that this can also, you know, connect. It can drive a different type of connection, as you said, you know, connection between the eyes, the brain, the world around us. Maybe some part of that is also the people around us and the experiences around us. Neil, it has been great. It has been uber cool to have you on Mobile Presence today. Thanks so much for sharing. Thanks, Peggy. It's been, it's been a great uh, conversation. I appreciate you having me on the show. And speaking of connection, of course, you know, our listeners like to connect with our guests. What's the best way to stay in touch? Uh, so um, our website has a, a couple of different ways to connect with us. Probably the fastest response you'll get is from Mike at adhocmicrosystems.com. Mm -hmm. um, that's uh, if you're interested in the mind links. I'm also on, on LinkedIn, so you can uh, search me there and be happy to connect. Excellent. Excellent. We'll have some show notes. We'll have a pic of this as well. And uh, listeners, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, you can email me, Peggy. Peggy at mobilegroove.com is where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services as well. And you can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to WMR.FM. Or you can find our shows on Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.